Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson, and uh, we begin another week of this glorious podcast without new music yet. Where's the new music? He's working it. Taking him a while. Well, he's an artist. So he has to (laughs) craft his profession, right? He's got to come up with the perfect music, so we'll put that off for another week or two. Yeah, he didn't give me an exact time. He thought he might be able to have it done. Um, well, he's got a bunch of stuff going on, but uh, well, he's going he's to hopefully, college. Right? Yeah, he's going so, to school. He's got bands. He's got gigs. He's doing. Yeah, it's true. So he was hoping to get it done maybe Sunday night, but if not, then I think it was going to be a week or two. In case so. you've missed this, uh, we have uh, contracted Steve's son, Chad Lacey, to come up with some new music for our Church Solutions podcast. Yes. So we're waiting eagerly for that. All right. So today we begin another podcast. Uh, we are a company called JSL Solutions. We'll tell you a little more about us at the end here, but we help churches and ministries and anybody for that matter, but primarily churches and ministries use technology uh, for their ministries and help people. And so uh, we are talking today, not necessarily a tech related subject, although we can fit tech, we can fit it in with this subject because uh, there's people can now give online. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Five key reasons people will donate to your organization, to your church. Yes. So there's five reasons. Yes. So the, um, you know, the common perception is people don't give to need, they give to vision. That's always what I said. That's what I've always said. Yeah. And there's some truth to that, but, um, like different people react different ways, right. and so we're going to go through what um, some of the five key reasons. And and my uh, interpretation here is, I think a bit of all five of these need to be in place for any one person to be able okay. to give. Yeah, so I, was, I don't think right. it's uh, mm-hmm. somebody would give for number one or three or or okay. five, but I think all to a certain yeah. degree, all of them need to be present. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. So, uh, and then we'll probably hear at the end of these five reasons, we'll maybe uh, try to encourage you to uh, to make it so people, so make it easy for people to give. So once we go through these things, maybe we can talk a little bit about how we can do that if we have time. Sure. How you can uh, implement some of those things. Okay, so let's talk about the five reasons why people make donations to your church or ministry. Yes. So dispelling the myth, number one is they see a need. They see a need. Okay. So I, I agree. I, there's definitely, that's definitely a motivation for people. Uh, the bottom line is that most people unfortunately will not give without being asked. Right. So you do need to ask. I think that's kind of the way it is. Yeah. You identify the need and, Mm -hmm. and, and ask, right. Right. Yeah, I think so. You definitely have to. And, and, and for some people that's hard, especially, you know, if you're a pastor listening, depending on who you are, uh, and depending on what how you've been brought up, how you've been educated, your thoughts on this subject, mm-hmm. uh, you know the guy I work with, uh, I do a little part time gig, and and it's really hard for him, I think, to ask people to give. Oh, yeah? He has a hard time asking, and I think it's because he, like many of us, have seen abuse. Right, we've seen abuse, 
uh, with people. And right. so sometimes when you see a lot of that or, or if you've come or out of that even, environment. Yeah, or maybe not even abuse. I actually um, took my, at the time, girlfriend slash fiance's roommate. We brought her to church with us mm-hmm. and to a church I had been going to in Southern California, which is actually Chuck Swindoll's church. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited about the church. I thought mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah. And she went and uh, afterwards he said, well, what did you think about the service? He goes, well, they just wanted my money. Uh-huh. I was like, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. But she did. Yeah. And I was so, right. I was, so people are sensitive to that. And so when the pastor does actually ask for money, then people yeah. go, aha, all they want yeah. is my money. Well, didn't we have a similar experience? We 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 make uh, we do several things with our company here, streaming video, but we also have church apps. We we do mobile apps, churchapplive.com. and we uh, we subscribe to the service that will review your apps. There's there's a service out there that oh, you yeah. can get, and and they review your websites. They can review your mobile apps, mm-hmm. and and we had this guy look at one particular mobile app just to review it. Right, and and uh, his first thoughts were pretty positive. But then he saw the donate button, right? Yes. Was that how it went? Yeah. Well, oh, he, he, he saw the donate button. He clicked on it. And then he saw that uh, there was an option to sign up for like ACH or a recurring. Right. And that sent him over the top. That was my church, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, all of a sudden. Oh, my gosh. I knew all they want is my money. And, and, and he was just reviewing the app. But. But from there, things went downhill. Yes, he got very negative. And uh, he, I don't think he was a Christian, or if he was, it was certainly a, a different whatever. But he, uh, but and, and, and his role was not to, you know, his role was just to look at the app. Right. It wasn't, had anything to do with faith or Christianity or anything. He's just, how does this app work? Does it have functions? And he just went downhill yes. from there. <laughs> he just didn't like that. So I think you run into that a lot of times. People have, you know. So, you know, you probably do want to avoid over-communicating church needs to your congregation. Mm-hmm. I think you, do, you have to be careful about that. But you also want to avoid keeping all the needs out of the public eye. So a lot of times you've got to figure out a healthy balance there. Right. But, I, you, you know, people need to see the need. They right. do. They do need to see the need. Right. Yes. So that's the first reason. And right. as I mentioned earlier, I think all of these reasons fit into why someone would want to get. So... And the second one yeah. is they see a vision or they believe yeah. in the vision of the ministry. That's my big deal. <clears throat> yes. I've had more success with that, I think, because I've been in ministry and, and, and I've just, I, I, I really believe, I'm a big believer in getting the vision out there because people want to be, most people want to be a bigger part of something right. than themselves. And, and so, <clears throat> you know, keeping, you know, sure, we got to keep the staff employed. We got to pay the mortgage. We've got to you know, keep up with the utility bills. And that's really just not real uh, fascinating for people, (laughs) you know, like, okay, sure. You got to pay the bill, but, but, you know, it's very important, but, but we're talking about inspiring people. Right. So if you have a vision for whatever it may be. Right. um, Absolutely. Yeah. And and the vision and the need can go together. Absolutely. The need may Mm -hmm. be, yeah, we want to, you know, feed Mm -hmm. homeless people or whatever it may be. Yeah, and you've really got to paint the vision. You've got to you've got to take some time to craft it so that people understand it and see it and see that it's that it really is making a difference in people's lives. And so, you know, stories, stats, those kind of things work. They're really good to keep vision in front of people. Uh, when you share real life stories, you know, real life things that have happened to show 
you know, the, that you've made an impact that the church right. the ministry has made an impact on people, uh, that really helps people connect with that. Yeah. Our church and, has been doing, uh, a tactic kind of lever. I don't know if I call it a tactic, but, um, <laughs> they, uh, there, there's an organization out there that if you, when you're at church, you check into your church mm-hmm. and use a hashtag that this organization will, um, you know, give a lunch to a child or oh, provide okay. a backpack hmm. or whatever. So okay. every, so each week we'll say, well, you know, last week um, you guys checked in and you used this hashtag and we provided 38 lunches for, you know, okay. for under, you know, for underprivileged kids. And oh, so okay. that kind of communicates, oh, and this is just, this isn't giving money, but this is just getting people motivated to, to check in. To so check it, in on their Yeah. Homes. So they're using yeah. some stats and, yeah. and identifying, huh. you know, uh, the need that was met and, right. and, and presenting a vision to, yeah. or, um, you know, going further. Yeah. Good. Good deal. All right. So they, they need to see a need. We're talking about five key reasons why people uh, will donate to your church. They've got to see the need. They've got to understand the need. They've got to believe in the vision. Yes. And then number three. Number three, they have a relationship. Yep. And I think this is also very, very important. Most people give because they have a relationship with somebody. Yes. And so whether it's the pastor, you know, the people on staff, or even volunteers, uh, I've said this for years, relationships in the local church are very, very important. They're very powerful. They're very dynamic. And I've seen that over and over again in my life. Once people get connected, uh, and, and there's different ways people connect in a church. Uh, I'm real big on, we call them community groups at my church. Your group calls, what do you guys call it? Care groups? Or we used to call them care groups when I was heading it. Life group now. Life groups now, yeah. Uh, life groups, small groups, whatever, volunteers. Uh, but they're buying in to things right. with the there's relationship a, factor. There's, a, I don't know if it's, it was a fact at, at all churches that the the last thing to show up are the people's money, and the mm-hmm. first thing to leave is That's the people's money. Abs- I found that to be very, very true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, and yeah. what that says to me is they've shown up, they've kind of bought into the church, but they haven't established the relationships yet, and so right. the giving hasn't isn't there yet. So if you want people, if you, you know, and again, if you, if you really want to see people give more, if you want to, if you want to see, there's no other way to say it, if you, if you want to increase giving in your church, I think you've got to spend some time getting to know your people. Right. And, and that doesn't, you don't want to do it in a sense of, well, let's get to know these people so they'll give right. more. You yeah. want to just, it may just be, you know, making yourself available after the right. services or, you know, like life groups, a good way. And sure. Yeah. We're not talking about manipulation. I mean, right. people can, can use that for manipulation, but we're talking about genuine getting to know people, genuine, be genuine, you know, and, and for some people, that's hard. I mean, you know, there are lots of pastors out there that are introverts. I'm right. an introvert by nature. Uh, the guy I work with is, is an introvert. And we're, I would say we're pretty well-adjusted introverts. <laughs> you know, we're not in a corner somewhere, you know. But, you know, when you're, if your pastor is an introvert, and many are, many great speakers, many great teachers out there are by nature introverts. We, we tend to think, well, they're extroverts because they're in front of people. But that's not always the case. So I'm, I'm what I'm getting at here is... For for an introvert to step down off the platform and then be around a bunch of people, it's very draining for them. Right. And so their 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 tendency is to kind of not just jump in with a crowd of people because it drains their batteries. But that's what it is with introverts. Introverts will go to parties, but 
they don't, you know, it will drain them at the end of the evening. They're tired. They're worn out. Where my wife, she's an extrovert. She's charged up after she's been with a bunch of people. So what I'm getting at here is many pastors are introverts. And so it's tough for them sometimes to kind of get out there and mingle. Mm -hmm. That's true. (laughs) And, and, And yet we have to do it for lots of reasons, right. you know, to help people connect, right. to help them grow spiritually, just to be polite. But the benefits are, you know, as people get to know you, uh, they'll they'll be more involved in your ministry. Right. And, and one of those aspects is giving. Right. Yeah, I think a key part of it is trust that you're, you're going to give to causes and ministries that you trust. Right. And so it's hard to trust if you have no relationship with the ministry at all. Right. So, yeah. Establishing the relationship helps build yeah. that trust. I would say your pastor is an introvert. I think he is. Yeah, he's. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I've I, known yeah. Jeff for years. Yes. You know, so it's not, it's not he easy. Says, you know? um, he says, I am much more comfortable speaking in front of a thousand or right. ten thousand yeah. than in front of, you yeah. know, five to ten. <laughs> I, I can relate to that very much so. Yes. All right. So, uh, got to see a need to help people give. They've got to see the need. They've got to believe in the vision. They've got to have relationship happening within the church. And then the fourth reason is they're taught how. I think this is important as well, because uh, many people don't give because they don't know how. I I know that sounds a little weird, but, um, you know, if you're new to a church, especially if you're newer and you don't really understand the process, uh, it's good for people to be, for lack of better terms, educated. (laughs) And it depends, I guess, on the, the the culture of the church and what the church believes as far as giving. So, you know, we people listening to this podcast, your church may believe in the 10% tithe. Uh, your church may not, but you believe in giving to probably some degree, I would think. Uh, and so, you know, how does that all work? And I think for every church, it's a little different. But uh, they've got to know, the people have got to know, okay, where are you guys out on this? What do you expect from me as a member? You know, what are the expectations? Those kind of things. Right. And the other thing that kind of segues into maybe the tech part of this as well is you can give by check or you can go online or you can set up um, an mm-hmm. ACH you know, electronic funds transfer right. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or you can drop cash in a bucket. Yeah. So it's just making them aware of different avenues that they can give. How to give, uh, physically how to give, as well as, you know, where, what's the expectations of the, of the church, of the community? I mean, in my church, we do, we do have the offering. We do have ushers that collect the offering, but we also have boxes in the back of our little auditorium. And so uh, we also encourage people to fill out what we call connection cards because we want to get feedback on the service. We want to, you know, help them get on the newsletter. If they want to sign up for an event, mm-hmm. they can use the, a connection card to do that, as well as give. And so we do it at the end of our service. And we always tell people, look, if you want to take your time filling out your check or filling out the connection card, take your time. Uh, when, the, when the offering goes by, don't worry about it. You can always drop it in a box in the back of, of the room here. We've got a couple boxes. So that's another option for churches. And then, as you said, giving online, which why don't we just talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of churches are still kind of slow on this, but there's different ways you can help people give. And, and by making it really easy and simple by, you know, having a, a third party source out there that like PayPal, or there's lots of them now that will do that. And you can, mm-hmm. you can put a link on your website, your mobile app, 
on different platforms where people can give. Right. And they can just, it's, it's, you know, there's some churches that use kiosks and, uh, yeah, that's true. and stuff, yeah. that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah lots of different options. Yeah, I think it goes at the very beginning of this message. You know, uh, what we're talking about here in this podcast is, is, you know, you don't want to blow people away, but I think you want to give them opportunities. And so giving online, you know, we did a podcast on this probably a year ago or more where, you know, more and more people are giving online. And when people, when, when that option is available for them, giving generally goes up. Mm -hmm. Now you might say, well, aren't these people like PayPal, aren't they going to take, you know, what, 2% or 3%? And yeah, that's true. They, they probably will. They usually do. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, you're still further ahead. Right. Uh, because more people are giving online. Right. Exactly. So, so merchants accept credit cards. Exactly. Pay the fees, but yeah. people they make it more convenient to pay, then yeah. they'll get more revenue. Well, and, and I think, again, you just, you know, you could put a link on the where it's easy to find on the website. If you do streaming video and you've got a platform, you should have a link on your streaming church. Well, we're, we're streaming church.tv, but whatever company you use, there should be a, some kind of a link on the platform where people want to give. They can give. They can just do right. it right there. Done. So I would put it on the newsletter. I would put it in different places. Yes. Have electronic newsletters, you know. All right. So we are on to number five, right? We are. Number five. Um, reasons why people donate to your church. They want to obey God's word. Yes. So this, I mean, when I when I hear this, I think of um, the most powerful one for me is uh, out of Malachi. What, do you know the reference? I don't exactly. know the reference off the top of my head. I don't either, uh, but it's basically said if you're you know, not, not contributing into God's storehouse, you're stealing. Will a man rob God? Right. And yet you're... You know, you're robbing God with your tithes and offerings. Yes. Tithes of the Old Testament there to the Israelites. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people use that. Uh, and I, I, I can see that. I, I think that um, uh, if you want your church to succeed, you're going to have to join in and, and help out. It, it, it takes a, a group of people that's, you know, maybe you have membership, maybe you don't. But if you're attending a church and you're getting something out of it, uh, I think it's it's important and it's healthy to support the church. Uh, yeah, well, and this this has to do with people have a conviction to to follow God's word. Right. That you know, God commands us to to give to tithe, right. and people say, "Well, I want, I see a need, I buy into the vision, I right. have a relationship, I know how to do this, and I want to obey, you know, God's word." Right. right. Yeah, and it, you know, again, it's there's different ideas on that and different interpretations on it. But the bottom line is, is you, you, if you, if you know, this all ties together, like you said at the very beginning, you know, I mean, if you see the need, if you believe in the vision, if you have a relationship there, you know, if you have a good understanding of what your church believes on giving and, and, and how to do it, then, you know, the scripture does encourage us to give. And, uh, depending on your interpretation, it, it, it encourages us to give. And so, uh, it's it's something that I think again needs to be taught. It, it may not be here in our little notes, but I think that also needs to be a part of what you're doing as a pastor is encouraging people, you know, to support what they believe in. Mm -hmm. And today there's lots of competition for that. <laughs> lots of different things out there that I mean people go out and spend 150 bucks on a meal, you know, on, on date night, movie, oh, yeah. nice meal, uh, whatever else you go to, concerts. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's all good stuff. But, you know, if you want to be a part of something that's hopefully changing lives and having a positive impact on and, people in your community. Yeah. And 
having an impact on your life. Exactly. Yeah, offer up your yeah. first fruits. Yeah. So when people really uh, apply that, and when there's lots of testimonial about people, how their lives have been changed by following God's word yeah. and you know, doing it the way it says to do it in the Bible. So, so anyway, that's, you know, the number five is they want to obey God's word. So, um, the tech part of this, we already mentioned was just, you know, simply, uh, you know, making it available for people to give online electronically. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to do that or other sources like the kiosks and those kind of things. So if you have anything to add to this, then there are obviously other reasons why people would give want to give to your church, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our domains. Uh, it's one of our companies. Speaking of companies, tell us what we do, Steve, as we wrap up here. So we provide streamingchurch.tv, live streaming for churches. Uh, Myflock.com is websites and church management. Church App Live is a mobile app. And greeter.church is an online live greeter for your church website. All right. So if we can help you with any of those products or anything else for that matter, uh, we would love to be able to serve you in any way we can. His name is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. We're with JSL Solutions, and we're going to go ahead and just kind of bug out of here as the intro music. I'm sorry, not the intro music, but the, uh, what do you call that? The exit music, the outro music is is now starting to play in the background. And one of these days we'll have new music, right? You know it. All right. So, all right, folks, thanks for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Have yourself a great day. We'll catch you next time.